Welcome to Season 3 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the sixth episode in a series on threats to good strategy. Last time, I pointed out that when facing a hard question, your mind tends to substitute an easier question, often without your realizing it. In ordinary matters, this mental shortcut is undeniably helpful, but your strategy will work only if it answers the right question, not the easy question. One of the major business trends of recent decades is big data, the analysis of large and complex data sets which technology was previously unable to handle. If you need information, you should, of course, seek it out. But is more information always better? Is more information even usually better? You may never have been personally involved in a lawsuit, but you've probably seen films and television shows in which legal action drives the plot. If there's a piece of information one side doesn't want the other side to discover, it will give the other side every document it possibly can, hoping that with, say, 200,000 pages to examine, the other side will miss the one page with helpful information. So information has at least as much potential to conceal as to reveal. Or imagine you've purchased a stock that you expect will bring you a 12% return, but whose price might swing 9% either way from its average at any given moment. In this situation, you have a 91% chance of making money over the course of a whole year. But suppose you insisted on checking the stock's price every day. Statistically, you would find that you make money on only about 50% of those days. More information would have given you a badly distorted impression of your investment's performance. Peter Drucker observed that it's not possible to get the facts in advance because there are no facts without a criterion of relevance. To separate relevant information from irrelevant, to separate the signal from the noise, you must already have a hypothesis about how your organization can succeed. Strategy must come before information, not the other way around. It would be difficult enough for lawyers to find a few useful pieces of evidence in 200,000 pages if they knew what to look for. How difficult would it be if they didn't know what evidence they needed? The venture capitalist Ben Horowitz has suggested that at the time executives must make decisions, they will likely have available to them only 10% of the information that will later appear in the Harvard Business School case study. This means, of course, that executives can't avoid making decisions in the face of uncertainty. But it also means that it's entirely possible to make good decisions without all the information you might ideally gather. 
so long as you have the right information. But what makes it the right information is a qualitative, not a quantitative judgment. That is, it's a strategic question, not a research question. Organizations that rely on big data are often hoping to discover information that will make their key decisions for them. But all data is from the past. It can help you to know what questions to ask about a strategy, but it can't answer for the future. You can't succeed on research and analysis only. Information can't do your critical or creative thinking for you. My question for today is, does your organization consistently have a clear idea of what information it needs before starting research? Do you state up front what you'll need to discover to support your hypothesis of success? If you ask organizations what they hope to achieve, many of them will sum it up by saying they want to be the leader or to be the best. There may be no greater threat to good strategy. And this will be my topic next time. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.